Tumor Talks, a podcast about clinical cases in oncology, and we are your hosts. I'm Dr. Kathy Marshall, a medical oncologist. I'm Dr. Beatrice Wills, a medical oncologist and hematologist. And I'm Dr. Jonah Amata, an internal medicine resident physician. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Tumor Talks. Today, we have Dr. Amy Desern, the Associate Professor of Oncology and Director of the Bone Marrow Failure and MDS Program at Johns Hopkins, um, talking to us today about MDS. So welcome, Amy. Hi, thanks for having me. So we're going to start with just our uh, questions for Tumor Talks. Can you tell me about the epidemiology of MDS? Sure. So it's probably worth noting that myelodysplastic syndromes or myelodysplastic neoplasms, both abbreviated MDS, are the most common myeloid neoplasm in the world. It's really quite an umbrella term for a heterogeneous set of diseases, but we think the overall incidence is somewhere between about three and a half to five per 100,000. And in the U.S., that's close to 50,000 new cases a year. The median age at presentation and diagnosis is around 70 years. Its incidence certainly increases with increasing age, as with most cancers, but this is particularly clear in myeloid disorders. And usually we quote a figure of more than 85% of patients are diagnosed over the age of 60. It's a little more common in males than females as well. And how is it diagnosed? Often the first presenting sign are cytopenias, sometimes pancytopenia or monocytopenia, but it cannot be diagnosed formally without a bone marrow assessment. So then what's the initial workup that would be done if um, someone's thought to have MDS? It's usually not the first thing people think about, despite my saying it's common. It's still probably a lot more rare than other tumors that you've spoken about on your podcast here. But if somebody's in the right age demographic, often a macrocytic anemia is one of the more common presentations, certainly thrombocytopenia or neutropenia, prompts a bone marrow biopsy. Uh, There's not screening for this in a formal way in advance, but if you have something that prompts you to look in the marrow, you do an aspirate, often flow cytometry, a core biopsy, a metaphase karyotype, and then next generation sequencing. And this is all getting at our ability to make an appropriate diagnosis, the aspirate being the best place to look for the actual dysplasia, and then the karyotype or the next generation sequencing or the flow cytometry help prognosticate depending on if there are blasts, mutations, and so forth. Any imaging used in diagnosis? No, that's not really a part of our algorithm. And then what about staging of the disease? So we've been through a series of iterations and just in the entrance of transparency, the MDS field is in a little bit of a unique schism. We have two classification systems currently in 2023, the International Consensus Classification 2022 
and the World Health Organization 2022. And it used to be we only had one system. So that's for classification. Then for prognostication, 2022 was just a big year in general for MDS. We now are moving towards using the International Prognostic Scoring System Molecular, which does incorporate the data from that next generation sequencing panel that I alluded to. Since about 2012, though, we've been using the International Prognostic Scoring System Revised, which does not have molecular information, but it has depth of cytopenias, blast percentage, and karyotype in it. And so we're in a bit of a transition between those two uh, prognostication systems, which are most analogous to what you're asking for solid tumor staging. That's how we decide our therapeutic pathway for a patient. And you started to mention um, the key like pathology findings and molecular testing that's that's sort of characteristic of the disease. Um, can you expand on that a little bit? It sounds like the dysplasia is, is definitely critical for um, the diagnosis. So it is true. There are what we call MDS minimal diagnostic criteria. And one prerequisite are those cytopenias that I mentioned. And historically, this is a hemoglobin of less than 10, a neutrophil count of less than 1,800, and a platelet count of less than 100. And then back to our diagnostic commentary, we do exclude other causes of cytopenia. But the MDS major criteria on pathology are dysplasia in at least 10% of the cells in one or more of the major marrow lineages. And so that's megakaryocytic, erythroid, and neutrophilic. Ring sideroblasts is another pathology finding. So if you're doing the ordering, sometimes you have to specify an iron stain, um, and that's part of the major criteria. Blasts, myeloblasts under the microscope um, on the aspirate or by flow cytometry all help you get there. But pathology-wise, they really should be observed either in that core or aspirate or on a peripheral blood smear. And then the other uh, major criteria that's come from many years ago is an MDS-related karyotypic change. And these are things like complex karyotype, monosomy 5, monosomy 7, deletion of 5Q. There's a few. And at least one of those major criteria has to be met to formally make the diagnosis. And then who should patients be referred to if they either have this diagnosis or it's highly suspected? There's different algorithms in different places, but really only hematologists and oncologists actually perform the bone marrow biopsy. And I would not suggest referring someone to an interventional radiologist just for the procedure without an appropriate plan for follow-up to have somebody who has seen the disease and knows how to treat it talk to the patient about the results. <clears throat> Most practicing providers in the community are hematologists and oncologists, and either is suitable. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Desern. We learned a tremendous amount about MDS, and then we will have to have you back on another time to talk about management as well. Sounds good. Thanks. So to recap, MDS is the most common myeloid neoplasm in the world with a median age of 70 years of diagnosis. 
Minimal diagnostic criteria include the finding of cytopenias and exclusion of other causes of those said cytopenias other than MDS. Major diagnostic criteria include dysplasia in at least 10% in one or more of the major bone marrow lineages, increased ring sideroblasts, increased myeloblasts, and MDS-related cardiotypic changes. Initial workup includes a bone marrow biopsy, which we obtain an aspirate and run flow cytometry, metaphase karyotype, and NGS for prognostication. There is a current transition right now to new classification and prognostication systems, which includes the WHO 2022 and the International Consensus Classification of 2022. And the prognostication system now includes molecular data for which there is an incorporation of the NGS panel study that we were mentioning earlier. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tumor Talks. See you next time. Tumor Talks is an independent podcast that does not represent the institutional views or opinions of our employers, Johns Hopkins Hospital, Memorial Sloan Kettering, or that of our guests. This podcast is created for medical education and should not be counted as medical advice.